Welcome to Praying the Weekly Lectionary with the Kingstown Communion for Sunday, May 5th, 2019. Grace and peace to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. O Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you, as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forevermore. Our second New Testament reading this week is also from Acts, and we find it in Acts 9, 1 through 6, and 7 through 20. Hear now the word of the Lord. Meanwhile, Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any who belonged to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him, and he fell to the ground, and he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, Who are you, Lord? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless because they heard the voice, but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So he led them by the hand and brought him into Jerusalem. For three days he was without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. He answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight, and at the house of Judas... Look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. At this moment he is praying. And he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias 
answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who invoke your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is an instrument whom I have chosen to bring my word before Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. And I myself will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. and He laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on your way here has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and his sight was restored. And then he got up and he was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. For several days he was with the disciples in Damascus, and immediately he began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogue, saying, He is the Son of God. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. This is one of those those classic stories. I mean, Paul, this central, the most central figure after the Gospels that we find in the New Testament, the one who wrote so many of the wise words we come to cherish today. This is this is Paul's conversion story. We meet him when he has not yet been renamed. This is Paul before the Lord is Saul. Have you heard this story before? What do you know about this story already? What what didn't surprise you, but also what did? What did you hear this time that you may have missed other times? And let's read it again. This time paying attention to this full story, this beautiful narrative of someone who who had completely turned against God and God's people and is now is now open to the things of God like never before. Someone who has sight, who knows God's life and God's way and who becomes such an instrument for God. Such an evangelist. The greatest evangelist we've ever known. Hear these words again from Acts 9. Meanwhile, Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus so that he found any who belonged to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. And he fell to the ground, and he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, Who are you, Lord? And the reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, 
and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless because they heard the voice but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were opened, he could see nothing, so they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. For three days he was without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. He answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight, and at the house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. At this moment he is praying, and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who invoke your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is an instrument who I have chosen to bring my name before Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. I myself will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. And so Ananias went and entered the house. And he laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, The Lord Jesus who appeared to you on your way here has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and his sight was restored. And then he got up and was baptized. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. For several days, he was with the disciples in Damascus. And immediately he began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogue, saying, He is the Son of God. Perhaps your conversion story isn't nearly as dramatic. Perhaps it was this journey over time. I imagine you didn't lose your your sight and regain it. I imagine you weren't killing Christians and then all of a sudden you weren't. But I do know that you have a story. God has changed you. Has changed your heart. You were once someone else and now you have new life. You were once bound and now you are free. You were once on a trajectory towards destruction. But now God is turning you around. I wonder what your story is. I wonder who you may have been if it wasn't for for God's work in your life. I wonder where you would have been if it wasn't for God's work in your life. And when we we compare conversion stories, we compare who we are to who Paul was. Oh, he was he he had the right words. He had the right pedigree. He was the right person to deliver this message. 
wonder if you consider yourself unworthy. And then I, I return to this one verse where Ananias says, I, I've heard about this man and he's done evil things. He has sinned against you, God. He is, he's not worthy. And Jesus replies, Go, for he, even him, is an instrument whom I have chosen to bring my name. I have chosen him, the one who held the coats, was too good to get his hands dirty while others persecuted and killed Christians. The one who at the beginning of this passage says anyone who belonged to the way of Jesus, he would bind up and take to Jerusalem. This one, even this one, is an instrument for God. How might you be used How is God calling you, shaping you, filling you to be God's hands and feet? None of us are worthy of that calling, and yet this is how God calls. Go now in the love of God our Father, in the grace of his Son, Jesus Christ, and in the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. Amen.